Welcome to another episode of Podcast Valley Sunday. I am Chris Paco, one of your hosts. And I'm the other host, Jeff Cameron. Welcome. Today, we are on episode three, Monkey vs. Machine. Yes. Directed by Bob Rafelson, the, the big man on Monkey's campus, I have to Indeed. say. It's kind of intense. This episode came out on September 26, 1966. Mm-hmm. Third one in. I think the monkey machine was uh, rolling smoothly at this point. Yes. Definitely. Speaking of machines, machines in this episode. <laughs> yes. Which pull the plot along. Exactly. That's, that's the whole thing right here. It's the futuristic monkeys, I think. Gazing <laughs> into the future. Yes. And a lot of it, even though the machinery is quite primitive... The messages still ring true. Yes. People being replaced by machines and uh, nepotism being bad yeah. <laughs> and, and so on. Like we'll touch on a few things here today. Yeah. That's monkey versus machine. And how do we get to that machine in the first place? Well, we open up. The boys are getting hassled about rent again. Mm-hmm. Second episode in a row. They're going through the want ads to find work. And Mickey finds a job at a toy factory. A toy factory needs unskilled help in non-essential job requiring no training or no experience. Hey, Peter, you don't have any training, and you sure don't have any experience. <laughs> You're the only one qualified. And uh, so they just kind of send Peter off to get the job. And he gets the interview. He shows up and realizes he's being interviewed by a computer. Yikes. Intro comes through. Boom. And uh, and there's new footage added in from the previous two episodes in the really? intro to this one. Yeah, they were quick to start being huh. like, well, you know what? We did some good stuff. Let's throw it in and show people what they've been missing. Unless they PVR'd it. Or DVR'd it. <laughs> DVR'd it. <laughs> sure. All right, so Peter getting interviewed by the computer right. and uh, is instantly misunderstood. Your name, please. What? Thank you. Last name, Watt. And your first name, Mr. Watt. It's not Watt. Not what? Mr. His occupation is a peat digger. <laughs> Pete digger he's a peat digger. And then in his spare time, he's a man. <laughs> he thinks he's a woman. And then it's not, oh, it's not what? It's Nitwit. Yes. It's calling him Mrs. Nitwit. Mm. And it, that's, it's a really good, uh, uh, almost like an Abbott and Costello yes. kind of wordplay back it's and forth. It's kind of neat that Peter's able to have a back and forth with a computer. Yeah. And make who's, it work, and it's funny, and it gets to where we need to be. And who is voiced again by James Frawley, nah, who seems really? to voice all the computers and things huh. in the monkeys. Well, he's around. Yeah, exactly. He didn't. He, he wasn't directing oh, he this direct? one, oh, okay. so they're like, got to give him something. So like, all right, you can be <laughs> he, the computer. He lives on the set, I think. Yeah, yeah. So then, uh, he his application gets rejected, and uh, he asks why he had to talk to a machine and not a human being, and like a really sad Peter lost little kid. Why do I have to talk to a machine? Why couldn't I talk to a human being? And he's told by the computer that the machine cuts out the human error. Yeah. Error, error, error. And then breaks down. Yep. Classic. Yes. So, monkey's guitar. We are back at the monkey's pad, and Peter's all dejected and thinks the computer's ten times smarter than he is. Mm-hmm. Which, computers are smarter than everybody. You shouldn't have been feeling so bad. But at the time, computers are new. You might think you can have yeah. a smart machine. Yeah. So, go, wait, before we get into this, this, do you think this was the beginning of, like, computers starting to be taken, like, ooh, this is a thing that's going to run the it feels industry? feels like it. It feels like 
everyone's just kind of still trying the words on for the first time with computers and what they're capable of and what they do. Yeah. Like, there's not like desktop. Very first, there weren't like Lucy episodes about computers. I don't think. Yeah. So like, this is kind of it. It's kind of like computers are on the way, that kind of thing about fear the the march of the machine. Like terms like this, they talk about Mm -hmm. the that kind of fear, Terminator type stuff. The machines are coming. Yeah. And they're taking over as we speak, taking our jobs. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is it. Yeah. The very beginning, the monkeys at the uh, once again at the forefront. Of course, <laughs> and I think this is shot early on because I think Mickey has shortish, like yeah. extra short hair. Yeah, yeah. So Pete's bummed out, and you know Mike tells him that he's got something computer doesn't have. Besides, you got something the machine don't have. Mm-hmm. You got friends. Hey, you got some friends, Pete? Bring them over someday. <laughs> and then Mike asks. Peter what the machine asked him about and then Mike gets an idea and hatches a plan and he gets an interview at the toy company with the computer yes and um, so he goes in and he turns the tables on the computer instantly yes starts asking it questions and what is your occupation not what? I am computer DJ61. Oh, you're a DJ. Look, I bet you got a great record collection. It's a pretty funny moment. It's excellent. It's of like a top five moment of the whole series when Mike outsmarts the yeah. interview computer. It's so it, fun. It's it's early, fun-loving Mike. And not yeah. like Mike was ever a wet blanket, but you just kind of felt the shift in Mike, and this was before that shift happened. Yeah. So then Mike ends up blowing up the computer. Again, this computer takes some, some hard hits. It's from, true. Even when it's, it's right with Peter, it still gets messed up. But then it spits <laughs> out a thing that says Mike is a genius. Yes. And then there's like the vice president guy there, the GM. Yeah. He's there and takes him up to meet the president right away. That's where there's the face of the genius graphic. Yeah. Yeah, he's half blinking. Yes. The most (laughs) baked looking freeze frame they could find. It's pretty amazing. For him to be looking all kind of out of it. (laughs) His face of a genius. Do you think they were just going to say this is a face of a genius and just have like Mike there? And then when they stopped it, they're like, oh my goodness, if we kind of put it right here, it's hilarious. It makes the moment. I think they made it. I think they knew what they were going from for. From the beginning? It's hard to tell. It is hard to tell. Yeah, you never know with no. the monkeys because it's so freewheeling. You got that right. <laughs> and so um, he goes up to meet the president of the company, and then he becomes the VP or the GM. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I say GM. He's a GM's personal assistant. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Close enough, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the president is a total dummy. <laughs> yes. And he just listens, just says whatever the other guy says, and uh-huh. he's just com- completely useless president. I think he should start immediately. I think he should start immediately. A puppet mm. president, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so then Mike gets, we'll introduce you to the other people you'll work with, or other things you'll yes. work with, or whatever. And he goes in, it's just a room of computers, and they all have, like, names. Like, here's Karen, and here's Roger. Uh-huh. And they all beat back at him, like uh, droid style. <laughs> and this is a very rare, I think Mike's first day of work, he has, doesn't wear the hat. Yeah. But by the second day, he's got the, the hat on. The hat, so yes. Like, this is the first non-Mike with a hat. First over, okay. In the series. I know, obviously, it's early on. I wasn't sure if that was the very first. Yeah. But uh, but then I like how he's 
comfortable enough by the second day. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and put well, the hat on. You went in for the interview. <laughs> and then he's like, well, now I'm the VP's or GM's assistant. So I'm wearing the hat. You get what you get. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's Nesmith's whole, whole jam. <laughs> yep. And uh, so all these computers he's meeting, they make the toys now. They yeah. design the toys. And then an old man comes in with a non-computer-made toy. Uh, right. Yep. And he's showing it off, and the, the GM doesn't care about it. It can assume any shape. Now it's a spiral, and, and now it curves. You can turn it into anything but money, eh, Harper? <laughs> you know, I don't, as far as a toy, I don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> well, it's different types. I guess so. A stick that can move, I guess. <laughs> really blowing you away. So, boom, back at the monkey pad. And now Mike is bummed today. If, if you're at the pad, you're bummed out, it seems. <laughs> True. <laughs> and uh, But everybody else is super stoked that he got the job at the toy factory. Yeah. They're all very excited. Yeah. So excited, in fact, that it leads to the monkey romp, number oh, one. wonderful. With Saturday's Child. Delightful. Great song. Excellent. It, I almost like that song more the, the more I hear it. Because it, it, it has a weird, like, almost a like garage band equality in the background yeah. vocals. They're just, like, shouting them out. Yeah, it's like a Yardbird song. It's yeah. just really just strong and it cool guitar sounds yeah it's it's a really good one so yeah do the romp again okay this romp is a bit weird okay it's the one with all the little kids Uh uh-huh well yes and it's just weird and i get it ties into the episode of toys and things but Uh it's just weird it's something now that you couldn't do. It strikes a different note. It's just odd. Nowadays. It's not like super creepy, but it's just like, this is just weird to me. It's like they're on the beach, weird. the kids are in the, the Jeep, no one's wearing seatbelts. <laughs> or shirts. Or shirts. They're riding horses, those unicycle things. Of course, the unicycle. They're all beside. And there's the classic monkey mobile shot. Yes. With Pete sticking out the window, waving at the mm-hmm. camera. They said uh, Mickey would yell at him when he would yes. uh, play up to the camera. Yeah, I remember being. I remember thinking the monkey mobile is almost never in it, but it it shows up quite a bit. It's fun to see when it does. Yeah, it's in a lot of the romps, like a lot yeah. of just shots of it zipping around. It's not yeah. often in an episode, uh-huh. but it's around the episode. Yeah, I guess you could say. It's pretty sweet, right? It's amazing, and they were saying like the uh, all this stuff sticking out of the hood and stuff wasn't anything. It was just like a, a two-speed car <laughs> that looked unreal, awesome. but what didn't really have the balls that it looked like it had. Huh. But it's an unbelievable-looking car. All right, so get out of the romp. Mike's still bummed. He couldn't, a romp couldn't even pull Mike out of the uh, doldrums. Romp-proof. Romp-proof. <laughs> but he comes up for the plan for the old man to keep his job. Daggard is having a panel of little kids come in tomorrow to test all the toys. So? So. You got it, babe. They go to the toy testing thing, and uh, it's... A bunch of kids and their moms, and lo and behold, in comes Peter and Davy, Peter and Drag, Davy's yes, a little kid. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> the monkey ruse is on once again. Three episodes in a row, is it? I, it's probably 58 episodes in a row. But, <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. Putting one over on somebody. Yeah, and I guess Peter Tork hated being in Drag. Like, he hated it oh. so much. Because well, so. he, he knew he wasn't as cute as Davy or Mickey. Yeah, who is? Indeed. Who is as cute as Davy Jones? <laughs> you could be straight as an arrow and you're still like 
Oh, Davy. He's adorable. Oh, Davy. <laughs> so anyway, they Davy's a little kid. They send the moms out, and they give all the kids the toys to play with, and they're all like violent toys. One's like a missile launcher yeah. van, and there's guns. Yeah. And a lot, there's something else too, maybe just a regular van or something. But there's a lot of Big military violence. Vehicles, yes. Yeah, it's crazy. But then somehow, and these are all toys developed by computers. Mm-hmm. Davey gets all the kids to come check him out because he's playing with a yo-yo. And it blows the kids' minds so much <laughs> that they go over yeah. to Davey. And the guy playing the, the GM is pretty hilarious. He's like smashing things. Yeah, he gets into it for sure. He really... <laughs> displays the frustration be set upon him yeah. by yeah. the monkeys in, in drag and That's in the, child drag. Yeah, the monkey ruse could <laughs> the monkey push ruse. you over the edge. <laughs> Somehow eventually catches on. Yeah. <laughs> so then for the next test, Peter and Davey have been replaced by Davey and Mickey. Yes. And Davey's the mom and Mickey's the kid. <laughs> and one thing they each do, each of the kids, monkey, a monkey kids, kicks okay. the guy. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Right. So it's a, that would get put you in a bad mood right off the bat. Oh, for sure. So, and now um, it's a toy that cannot be broken. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then Mickey, because he's scientist Mickey. The gadget man, yes. Hooks up a little bomb to the toy. It's a little blackbird pilot pops up <laughs> and he blows it up. And that's, that's, I think that's kind of how that one ends. He just blows Pretty it much. up. And mayhem blows ensues. it up and says, oh, my, my folks won't let me play with these kind of toys. Yeah. And uh, what the heck? And, and for this one, I think it's this one or the next one when the the GM rips the shelf off the wall. Yes, that was an improvised move. It wasn't. He just reached over, and ripped the it shelf was, off yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah. And Got you see him struggle with it the first time. He gives it a pull and then really gives it a pull because he commits. Indeed. And then Mickey and Peter come in for the next test. Yeah. Mickey the mom, Peter the kid, and uh, what was it? For? Oh, it's a track that has to go together. Oh, yeah, yeah And it yeah, doesn't yeah. go together. And that's, that's the kid starts throwing it at the guy. And that's when he rips off the shelf and throws it at people. Yeah. <laughs> so then next scene, the president and the GM guy are talking about the toys. Or the GM's telling the president, if you give a child a toy that they can get sick of quicker, yeah. they'll buy, parents buy will buy more them toys. more toys. And then so they... Decide that, you know, that's what they're going to do. Mike overhears it. Yeah. Says, come on, well, come on, man, that's not right. Listen, Mr. Duggins, I think you've forgotten a very important part of toy building, and that's the fact that you need to build in some happiness. I mean, after all, happiness is a pretty important product. And then he brings in the old man to show off his, his little toy that he's been making. But the, the VP knows something's up. <laughs> the GM, and he busts the other monkeys. For you know, for being <laughs> he takes off Peter's hat, he's like, Aha, yeah, exactly. Like, that was a you're taller than I am. Disguise. Well, Peter blows it too because he says that he, he always practices his ABCs well, and, the, yeah. and he's while I'm shaving. Yeah, every morning before he goes to school, I read to him, Come on, while I'm shaving. <laughs> oh, Peter, Peter, the dummy. <sighs> and then, uh, but then the guy in his mayhem of ripping clothes off women that aren't women, he rips some <laughs> off that are a woman, oh. that is a woman. And that's that's also not uh, good. Not and, good. And she beats him up, and then the the GM fires the old man and fires all the monkeys. Yeah. But meanwhile, he's the one ripping off people's clothes. Indeed, it's a different time. Different man. time. Different yeah, exactly. Times. Yeah. <laughs> so, so monkeys 
Back at the pad. It's a kid's show. Yeah, yeah. You can only rip off clothes of everyone. <laughs> so back at the pad, now everybody's sad, including the old man's there. <laughs> yeah, you can say, like, oh, boy. Sure. I don't understand why they don't like my toy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whatever his accent is. He's got some weird accent. <laughs> he's back at the monkey pad. They're playing, hanging out. And then Mike bends the toy into a boomerang shape uh-huh. and tells David to get rid of it. Or the old man does. Please, please, I don't want to see it again. Just get rid of it. He doesn't want to see it anymore. So yeah. Davey throws it out the window, comes back in the other window to Mickey. He's like, oh, this thing's been a drag all day. Yep. Throws it out the window. It comes back in the window and it lands beside Davey. Mm. And then Mike realizes what's going on because like, oh, it's a boomerang. And then he brings the toy to the president, goes over the heads after he just got fired, goes right back Damn. with the thing. And uh, Mike... <laughs> Oh, the VP takes it and throws it out the window, yes. and it comes back. Smooth move. Boom. Buddy. Just burned his own, his own hide right there. So, As they say. And then Mike says, hey, it's a toy you can't throw away. Right? Yeah. Make him, like, think all the children will make happy. Yeah. And uh, the president finds his balls, finally. <laughs> fires the GM. Uh, rehires the old man. Yep. At, like, uh, more money or something. Yep. Right? And then Peter gets cold, closes the window, Mike throws it out, smashes through the window right into Peter. Yep. And in the commentary, he was he thought he caught the boomerang, but he uh, doesn't. He swore he did. So maybe he just a different got take. shards of glass yes, in, in his, his face. Torso. Did he say? I didn't watch the Pete one, but did they say they had like one take of that? I don't know. He didn't say. I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure they probably. didn't have tons of windows around. Yeah, one take. Get out. Catch it, Pete. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> you get one chance on this torque. <laughs> and so now back at the monkey pad and they're by Mike has a machine that I think he took from yeah. work that will tell them their ideal this careers. This machine is DJ 69. That's right. Wow. The other one was DJ something else, 70, 71, I think. Oh, there you go. But anyway, DJ 69 is the job selecting machine, apparently. And it pro- seems to produce footage of the monkeys performing <laughs> yeah. different jobs. Yeah. And Peter's like, well, what do you mean? We're musicians. And then Mike's like, well, if we could get something else, maybe we won't have a problem paying the rent. Right. Which <laughs> yes. is what everybody, every musician wants. It's a regular job to pay the rent. Of, of course. Yeah. So this leads to a weird romp. I, it's in the romp spectrum, <laughs> but... It's rompish. Yes, but they aren't romping. They are just sitting there getting this stuff spit out that they yeah. could be doing, but then you cut to them at a construction site. They're doing the thing, yeah. The lumber yard. Yeah. They're lifting up cars with forklifts. Two, last train to Clarksville is playing for this oh, part. Oh, yes, it's Clarksville again. So we get a double Clarksville last episode, this episode. <laughs> They're really pushing the single, because at this point, that single was number one. So yeah. Why not? Keep it up there. Yeah, keep it going. And they're, they're playing in front of the yellow gold curtain, yes. the classic. Yep. Which they definitely just... Went through every song. In Pretty of sure. In an afternoon. It's like, yeah. hey, everyone. And then uh, that's kind of where it ends. It just it ends with the romp. Yeah, well, yeah, they did what they needed to do. Yeah, they didn't have to do much else. Yeah. So there's a couple great things in this episode, I'd say. Uh, when Mike is going, is telling Peter how to do a good interview. Uh-huh. You know, there's two, three words. Don't argue. 
that's that's two words. You're starting already. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great thing. It's wonderful. And remember these three little words. Don't argue. That's two words. You're starting already. <laughs> and it's something that I still say to people. No, for real. They're all losers. They don't get it. But it's definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely hilarious. Right, this one has the boo track as well. Yes, this yeah. is the only episode. It was a pretty serious episode. Everyone's bummed. Well, I mean, you got you got nepotism. You got the uh, mechanicalization of the workplace. You got uh, planned obsolescence. The toys are breaking. You have to buy more. It's uh, yeah, concepts that ring true. It's to also the wasteland you see before you today, fifty years later. Yeah, and it's also things like uh, uh, Mike being like, "Well, you have something the computer doesn't have." Friends. Friends. And like, think of all the millions of kids you'll make happy if you, you know what I mean. There's yeah. a, it's very, it's the heartstring episode of the monkeys. It's got some of that, yes. Definitely. Out of all the other ones, rather than people eating plates. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> this one has some heart to it. <laughs> Where Mike has the very special speech, you know. Yeah. But the, it's a brief one, but Mike gets to do this quite a bit. I think sometimes the other guys get a chance to do it as well. To, Somewhat. Early on, though, Mike. Bring the room down a little. Mike's the Linus. <laughs> he gets to lay it instead out. Instead of a hat, instead of a blanket. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Also in this episode, they use their hijinks to help an underdog. They try to help that old it's man. True. It's so, true. So, yeah, I don't know. Mickey was kind of quiet in this episode. I Not much Mickey in this one. Yeah, I wonder why. I did make a note of the uh, the phone inside the chessboard. Yes. Which is another one yes. of those, hey, neat. Monkeys moments where there's something cool in the place. Yeah. And it's like, just it such seems like a fun house. Yeah. Kind of. It is. A, it it's is like Pee Wee's Playhouse before there was Pee Wee's Playhouse, man. Yeah. It was definitely kind of a thing probably in that time, like a 15-year-old kid watching this would see that place and be like, man, to have the phone in the chessboard and people and would the, know. The pieces are just glued on. Yeah. So go, yeah. Peter's ah. just sitting there playing by himself. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great, <laughs> great moment too. Yep. Um, what for you? What's the highlight of the show? I like the Mike part. The Mike, anything with Mike and Peter at the start talking to the computer. Yeah, that's mine as well. Kind of the Mike talking to the computer. Opposite outcomes. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good to see them get a chance to like mm -hmm. do the thing because it's been mostly kind of. Mickey chewing scenery and Davy being Davy. She's got my jacket. Yeah. So this one like, definitely seems like Mike was the leader of this episode. He's the star yeah. of this episode. Yeah. You think it's going to be Peter? Yeah. He is for a little bit. And then they switch out. Poor then Pete. It becomes a bit of a Mike episode. Peter gets his episodes here and there. Oh, obviously. he does. But, uh, and gets most of the laughs anyway, it seems. That's true. Yeah, he gets more of the. the, the, the the low-key, really funny laughs where Mickey gets, like, the slapstick. Yeah. Hilarity laughs. Yeah, like doing and, a voice or something. Yeah, and Mike gets more, like, the uh, the situational... Yes, the dry put-downs. The reaction, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And Davey's just Davey. <laughs> I don't know, like, if Davey's funny or not, to be honest. He does have a... I have, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that, I guess. Yeah, I know, yeah. When does Davey get a laugh line? Yeah, does he... Yeah, that's not about him, like... Hey, what? I'm sure. That's it. <laughs> I am standing up. Yeah, that's, that's which is great. I am standing up. It is. It's but it's, it's yeah, only cool. one. You know, you said it every yeah every show. Yeah, yeah. So in this one, there's a don't do that three times. Oh. When uh, Mike touches one of the machines. 
was nope. getting introduced. Nope. The okay. GM says, don't do that. Don't do that. When Davey's playing with the yo-yo, the GM tells him, don't do that. Don't do that. Hmm. And when Mickey blows up the toy, he gets told, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. So it starts yeah. to get pushed in a little more <laughs> as their thing. And there's an alternate ending of this episode where the landlord makes a reappearance at the end and he's furious because Peter sent him a bunch of toys instead of rent oh. check money or rent money. And Jeez. as a last thing, there's oh, a lot of things actually in this one. First thing Bob Rafelson ever directed. Yeah. He had no idea what he was doing, he said. <laughs> and he said a lot of like the uh, freeze frame stuff was borrowed from French New Wave, which he really yeah. loved, like that film movement. Goodness. Mike hated wearing the hat, apparently. Oh, I don't know. Uh, well. He says he hated being called Wool Hat, <laughs> which is very weird. And yeah, and it was a bit of a nod to 2001 as well, like the computer huh. talking and taking over. Huh. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Was 2001 even out yet? That's what I was wondering, actually. I thought, <laughs> I thought that came out in like 68. Here we go again. Right? I thought that came out in 68, but then Rafelson in the, in the commentary. This episode on, when was this? Yeah. We have 2001. Yeah, because yeah, I definitely thought it was like 68. But whatever. We'll take that out if it's wrong. The, <laughs> the toy maker. It's part of the fun. Yeah, true the, the permeation of the monkey vibe. I think the president shows up. I think it's the present, the toy maker, J.B. Huggins. 2001 came out in 1968. Yeah, so it couldn't have been. So no. Rafelson, <laughs> you rat, lying he... bastard. <laughs> 2001 was the tribute to this episode. There you go. That's what it was. That's, yes. <laughs> but yeah, so J.B. Huggins Jr. shows up in episode 51, The Monkey's Paw. So we're going to see him again. Ooh. Oof. Where will we be when we talk about The Monkey's Paw? My goodness. The new studios and... Burbank, yeah. Burbank. I hope so. Absolutely. All right. So, any other? How do you feel about this episode? Anything else to say? Or I thought it was good. I think it's a really strong early episode. Yeah. And uh, it's a good one. Yeah, it starts to find its groove. I think the monkey groove, Indeed. which which they seem to have found quite early on. I think the improv, the three months of improv before, really helped uh-huh. their situation. It's like they oh, yeah. kind of come together. They don't have to kind of warm up. And because it was so, like, the hijinks filled anyway. Like, yes. You didn't have uh, too much to hang a lot on, I guess. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Brings us to uh, a fan favorite feature here at uh, Podcast Valley Sunday. The rando select them up countdown. Ooh. Where we pick some songs and jam them into our ongoing countdown. So far, it includes... Circle Sky, number Circle, one. Circle Sky is holding tight in the number one spot. Yep, and then number two, Mr. Webster. <laughs> number two is Mr. Webster. Yes, and rounding out the bottom of the list, Laugh from More of the Monkeys. Laugh from More of the Monkeys. Yeah, you have to say that or else no one knows what song you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> one of those. One of those. Today's first song to discuss is... Uh, <laughs> D.W. Washburn. Ooh, wow. An early favorite for last place. Yes. Here at Podcast Valley Sunday. That, uh, yeah, I will say, um, I really hate D.W. Washburn. (laughs) D.W. Washburn. I heard a sweet boy say. (laughs) 
to it make its appearance on the second episode of this is shocking. Because it's almost like the sub-basement has been laid down. For me, at least. This is the third episode, but anyway. I mean, second episode of doing the countdown. Oh, the countdown thing, yes. Yeah. I know people who really <laughs> like the song. Like, Mickey Dolenz loves it. From here on out, the, count, the name of the countdown is, is this better than D.W. Washburn? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that your sister likes it as well. Like, uh, who let me borrow the box set to watch which, it. So thank her. But. Thank you, Jenny, for providing the, the box set for Paco to research with. However, I must continue to question your monkey fandom based on incidents such as your enjoyment of D.W. Washburn. Yeah. I don't... If you said, why do you hate it? I'd have to say I'm not sure. It's just something that, from the very first time I heard it, I'm yeah. like, it makes me feel like I'm seeing something I shouldn't see. You know and what like, I mean? It's <laughs> kind of... And when you when it comes up in the box set, where we find it, yeah, it's approaching... Things aren't great. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't it sound like the fun monkeys anymore. And I don't know if you paid attention to the lyrics, but it's basically, hey, homeless guy, would you like a bath? And he says, no, thanks. That's what the song is about. Yeah. Got a bottle of wine. I'm feeling fine. I'll wash right down the drain. <laughs> I do believe I've got it, mate. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Close. Yeah. He says something. No, there's, there's other drain washing stuff. <laughs> like, yes. I'm touching myself. <laughs> like, yes, I'd love to listen to this song more than once. <laughs> Who's like. <sighs> but it, in the I mean, write up, it seemed like it, it like charted a little bit. It was like top 20 because yeah. the monkey still had some. Uh, the, the following was still the there. Panache. It was probably going down, but people were still. Into the monkeys. Yeah. Actually, I, to this day, people are into the monkeys. And this is still the 60s. And yeah. People were still buying the monkeys product, but like, it's gross. Yeah. And uh, fan, we, don't, we don't like no surf. We don't like it. All right. So it, it goes below laugh, <laughs> which I didn't see coming. <laughs> <laughs> below laugh, D.W. Washburn. And it shows up on Greatest Hits albums because it's technically a hit. Yeah. Top 20 hit. Yep. Hey. Fuck. Hey, if people like it, they like it. I'm telling you, I don't. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. <laughs> okay, you got to do one now. All right, I reach. reach into the uh, wool hat of magic. All right, here we go. Yeah. Something in my hand. Mommy and Daddy. Ooh. I was thinking of this one earlier with Mr. Webster because there was a similar vibe to them. Uh-huh. Like that. Uh, like kind of a, a story, it, like a statement song. Yeah. A commentary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he definitely got into like the Native American uh -huh, of his own uh -huh. culture. Yes. And it's, it's, it, it hits a chord, man. Like mommy and daddy, especially like the real lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Because there was, yeah. What was it questioning about? Was it the Holocaust or something? I don't remember if it was the Holocaust. Um, oh, we should have brought the Listen to the Band oh, box set with it. We should have brought the box set. Yeah, but, but um, there's was it, it was on? JFK. It was both the JFK. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So it's a it's a heavy tune. It's your mommy and daddy who really killed JFK. What? When did that come out? Mommy and daddy was on uh, Monkeys. B side of Good Clean Front, and it was on Monkeys. Present okay. or present. So yeah, I, yeah, I know. 
Mommy and Daddy. That's a that's a song I remember hearing when I was a kid. I was like, ooh. That's that thing. It's like it's it's neat. It's a cool. It's catchy. It's cool. Yeah, and it's got a message that sneaks in. Yeah, has that weird ending though. Like you love him anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what? Ironic brightness to it. Yeah. What the heck's going on? And similar to the D.W. Washburn thing, like they had creative control. Yeah. But so where were they going with it? Yeah. And who's listening to his music? Who's telling them if the music's all that good or not? Yeah. Or like, and it's neat and it's fun, but also at the same time, it seems some of it seems really out there. Once Definitely. you get past like birds and the bees, the monkeys, and head, and things start kind of they get to do what they want, which yeah. is kind of the whole point. I like monkeys present that record. I think so I do. I do. I have to give it another listen. I got to be honest. Actually, let me. Yeah. Let me try to remind like, myself. I had a similar moment with like Birds and the Bees and the Monkeys itself. I was like, this has got to be an overrated record. But you look at the songs on it, it's got some good tunes. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, it's also, like, it's got good stuff on it and then mediocre stuff on it. It's a very divided record, I find. Yeah. So. But the good stuff's super good. So Today's All question right. is, is Mommy and Daddy better than Mr. Webster? Ooh, I don't know. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Tough one. You know what? I'll put it above it because of the uh, uh, risks that it was taking. Okay. That's you know quality but quality yeah. reasoning. We get up to over 20 songs. It's going to be so difficult to try to fit them in between. No, no. I guess it's going to be transferred over to like a sp- I just mean in general, kind of like on a spreadsheet. Like oh, where does this put, fall in? Thinking of where put yeah. it? Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, where does, what am I doing hanging around for <laughs> 30 songs? Okay. What'd you pull out there, Jeff? As mentioned earlier, as mentioned earlier, it's the B-side to the last train to Clarksville, and it's Take a Giant Step. Ooh, Ooh. okay. Come with me, leave yesterday behind And take a giant step outside your mind This has been all over the map, uh, Pull out. That's part of the food. Gross. Hey, now. <laughs> They're always all over the map. You ruined another map. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No wonder I never get where I'm going. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so take a giant step. Hmm. What's number two now? Mommy and Daddy's number two? Correct. Okay. Okay. Well, we could first, before we decide where we put it, Say we'll a thing or two. Yeah, How do yeah, we yeah. feel about Sorry. Take a Giant Step? Very early song, obviously. If yeah. someone went out and got Clarksville before the show came out, they also got Take a Giant Step. Yeah. So it's like a very early song, and it's a good one. It is. I, I like Take a Giant Step, actually, quite a bit. It's got that weird, that... Yeah, like the little psychedelic touches. Like yeah. Right from day one. Yeah. Where it's like, it's a little, little half-tab kind of vibe yeah. to yeah. the music is a little on the edge of the counterculture it's not just straight folk rock or something it's not this isn't simon and garfunkel this isn't just mm-hmm. some corny or down they're like trying to bridge it a little bit yeah the west coast and the the melody of it is super good too it has like different stages because it has that psychedelic weirdness and it, it's got that that drum roll to that, and that's a cool thing. And it builds up in the bridge, yeah. oh, yeah, that yeah, solo yeah. bridge part. And then it cuts out, and comes, then it comes in. Back in. Yeah. Take a 
and yeah, it has a lot of different stages to it, and it's a it's a really good early monkey song for sure. Very That's cool. Hmm. Which leads us to like Circle Sky is still number one. Here already it says well, and okay, fine, we could we could move the songs around later. Nothing <laughs> set in stone because our relationships with the music also changes all yes. the time. Except D.W. Washburn. Except D.W. Washburn. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> what can rescue that song. Hit the bricks, Washburn. <laughs> From the basement of the countdown. <laughs> yeah. How evs. Uh, so we got to take a giant step, which is a solid top two. Yeah. <laughs> For now, we'll tuck it behind Circle Sky. As, I was just saying, as good as it two. is, it's, yeah. it ain't quite Circle Sky, folks. No, not quite. Definitely not for us, at least. So then, if you go six songs in. Boom. What's our, what, what do we have here? <laughs> at number six, we have D.W. Washburn. Crowd goes wild. Number five, we have Laugh. Coming in at number four, Mr. Webster. Holding tight at number three is Mommy and Daddy. Number two, with a bullet. Let's take a giant step. And at number one, for the second week in a row. Two weeks, number one. Circle Sky. Boom. Amazing. So is this, with Circle Sky, are we just doing like all like the versions? Like is the live version, the, the, the studio See, version? It's just Circle Sky. It like, sums it up, which is weird. Because we're going to have to talk about Valerie at some point. Yeah. It is too distinct. Two. Yeah. Uh, like, that'll be a fun one to talk about. Mm -hmm. Because one would be somewhere and the other would be somewhere else for yeah. different reasons. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's interesting. And you just may be the one is sort of like that. Yeah. Even though the one on the show doesn't make it onto a record and it technically doesn't qualify for the countdown. But since you just may be the one that's on headquarters, we're going to talk about that at some point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, that sums it up, I think. I little think monkey versus right. machine. We got got in about 40 minutes this time. We're, we're zipping through. Whoa. Look out. Here comes tomorrow. Hey, oh. <laughs> All right, everybody. From Paco here. And Jeff. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, Monkeys fans. If you like what you're hearing, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They're all at Podcast Valley Sunday. We'd love to hear from you. Also on our Facebook group, we'll be updating the countdown every week, so you can keep up to date with that. And if you can rate us, please rate us. But be nice. We're thin-skinned.